here's where I, the day I realized I didn't want a degree is when school started getting in the way of my job because I would be in class and I was paying for my own college. And even though I wasn't pursuing a degree because I didn't want to take unnecessary courses that I was not interested in because I'm a person that really, you know, feeds off of passion. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Spill the Cheer, the number one cheerleading podcast in the world. I hope you guys are doing amazing. You're going to join this podcast because I have an amazing guest. He is a co-owner of Spare Vive Productions and does music for over 200 plus teams in over seven countries. He is a husband and father to an amazing and talented Jaden. This is Roland Pollard. How's it going? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing amazing. Wait. I feel dumb. Did I did, did I say your last name right? Pollard. Pollard. Okay, I'm gonna correct that. I'm gonna I'm gonna edit that out. Nice. <laughs> yeah, you can. I suck at last in. names, dude. I honestly. You suck know, at it's such name. a weird last name too. Whenever I think about it, people are always like Pollard, Pollard. I'm like, it's really. <laughs> I was about to say Pollard, dude. Honestly, before before we started this whole thing, I was like, should I ask him? Should I ask him? Should I just send it? <laughs> I think I'm just ascending. Hopefully, I'm right. <laughs> You're like full sin. Let's just see what happens. And then, and then I'm like, wait, no, I can't. I just, I'm gonna ask him right now. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. So, dude, honestly, thank you so much for being part, being on the podcast. Really, oh, for sure, it's exciting. And this is this is something new because I'm usually used to having athletes and coaches. You're a coach. You're an, you're an you're a big you're an athlete. You know. But you, you have built some success in the cheerleading business, in the cheerleading world, which I'm fascinated and also fascinated the way you're, the way you do stunts and the, and the way you are, are with, with Jaden, which is also something amazing that I want to get and I want to talk about. But first of all, tell me more about yourself, Roland. Dang, so... Tell me what I, you want I, to know about. I, I want to know. I want to know. How did you start cheering, and how did you build this 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 success that you have right now, and and just that everything's going. So, if you want the real backstory, I was in history class in my junior year of high school at Plano Senior High, and my history teacher just so happened to be the one of the cheer coaches. And he handled like the male cheer coach, or sorry, the male side of cheerleading, which they called white guard. They're more like yell leaders than cheerleaders. Uh, but he pulled me out of class. He said, hey, you look strong. Do you think you can throw a girl up? I'm like, yeah, I can throw a girl up. So I went out there. He pulled me out of class, took me to the cheer practice. They gave me this little girl, Candace Martin. She ended up going to Texas Tech cheering there. Um, she was a beast and I learned how to stunt on her. And after that, I just found a passion for it because it was a challenge, you know, like something new, something that I wasn't good at. I was like, I want to be good at this. Not only do I want to be good, I want to be the best. So I just trained as hard as I could, ended up getting white guard of the year. Um, after that, I went off to cheer um, at Tyler Junior College of all places out of nowhere because they just gave a good offer to me. So mm -hmm. I, and it worked at the time. At yeah. my time in the life, that's what I needed. It made sense. So I went out there, cheered a year, learned all of my skills. I learned how I went from uh, toss hands 
to getting a rewind and like full up awesome. You know what I mean? So we worked uh-huh. hard and I left there with the standing fool. I decided to not pursue college cheer anymore after that year. Um, mm-hmm. But I did end up doing all-star cheer. I did end up coaching in McKinney at Pro Spirit. That's when I started picking up all of my stunt privates. And my stunt privates just so happened to be younger girls that were getting ready for the upper upper level of uh, all-star cheer, you know? And I would train these little girls, show them how to partner stunt. And I was the only guy at the gym. So I kind of had a monopoly in the partner stunt game. Um, I was like the partner stunt guy. And so everyone knew (laughs) years later, after I like bred all these little beast little flyers, we found out we were having a little baby girl. And everyone was like, oh, she's going to be the best little flyer ever. And then out of nowhere, like homegirls out here getting it done. You know what I mean? Like I didn't expect for her to be doing all that at four. But, you know, she listens to daddy. She loves it. You guys, the videos. I mean, there's some videos of, that that have gotten viral. I mean, yeah. one of them, one of them, I was I was looking through my feed and I just see Will Smith because I follow Will Smith and it's, it's one of them. He reposted your video. Yeah. So my struggles in general. Yeah. You know what? Something we talked about earlier off camera, which I thought just kind of hit the nail on the head. You know how you are new to the college world. You're off on your own. Um, in my case, I thought I knew everything. I can't speak for everyone, but I was like, I, I you know, I, I was, I had like this big headed kind of mind. So I was like, I know everything, blah, blah, blah. But then like life hit me hard to where I really didn't know everything. And to the point where I was getting influenced by people I should not have been influenced by. And personally, that has been my biggest struggle, um, letting outsiders influence me in mm-hmm. a way that they shouldn't. And so if you want to tie that into what I do with my daughter, every single yeah. video I post, everyone, I mean, you know, you have your people like, oh, good job, good job. Then there's always that one person that's like, that's unsafe. You shouldn't be doing that <laughs> with your daughter. Uh, you, yeah. What if she falls and cracks her skull? I'm like, first of all, why are you even talking about that? Second of all, what do you think would have to happen for me to let my only daughter, my firstborn, hit the ground after 12 years of partner stunt experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, you, I mean, I'm pretty sure you partner stunt, correct? Yeah. So you know all about that. You Safety. know what I mean? It's like, there's some stuff you can do. Like you don't need a spotter for a full up. Like, you know, mm-hmm. from the second you release, always have a spotter. Of course, that's like number one safety. But at the end of the day, you know that if you're stunning without a spotter, you are in control. You are responsible for everything. And you know, something yeah. like a full up, you know, the second you release, go for the flick, pinky to thumb. You know if you're going to hit it right off the release. And so if you know you're not going to hit it, go for the catch. If you know you're going to hit it, then hit your stun. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's not as dangerous as I people think. I think knowing body, like body exactly. awareness, like knowing where – because obviously you and Jaden have been stunting for ever, like for a while now, right? Yep. So like you know – like you guys have that chemistry. But for someone new, and like obviously those people that are saying, well, what if she wants to crash her head? Well, you know – if you're if someone's new to something and that person like just getting and yeah you might need some spotters just to make yeah. sure but but if you're already experienced like i said you have 12 years and stuff it's it's just i don't know i mean it's second nature yeah it's like i know all of the warning flags and one thing you said is chemistry i know her personality i know her body language i know what she's going to do i know her tendencies and she knows my tendencies um, she, for some reason, she leans back too much in her stunt. So I got to kind of overcompensate and flick my thumbs forward to keep her in her line. 
you know, little stuff like that. And then, like, at, you can see the line of their body, and Jaden knows how to fall. And I think falling is just as important as knowing – knowing how to fall is just as important as knowing how to hit your stunts because there's a proper way to come out of the air, and I've taught Jaden that. And she knows if something goes astray, come out of the air in this tight body position, daddy will be all – he will all daddy will always be there to catch you if you do your job. Are you, are you like referring to like if someone has their elbow out or in a way where it might hurt someone else? Or what do you mean? Well, it's like Jaden knows because she's hurt me. Like I've had elbows to the face. <laughs> she's banged me. She hit me in the head last weekend. Oh my gosh, I almost got a concussion. But um she knows to keep her arms in tight because if you're in a tight body position while you're falling, I can come in and save you safely. If you have your elbows out, I'm still going to save you, but I'm going to get hurt. I'm going to get elbowed yeah. in the face because of that. You know what I mean? Either way, you're oh. still fine, but I'm going to risk my body to save yours. And that's just the number one thing that I learned in cheer camp in my senior year of high school. Risk yourself to keep your flyers safe. That's and, true. I mean, you build that. Yeah, and you know flyers do come down with the elbows sometimes. Oh. And that's unfortunate. But Dude, about a month ago... I had a, I was, I was like, this was something off camera. We didn't talk about for you guys listening. We had a little conversation because we had some technical difficulties. Yeah. Uh, but I, I was doing this all-star team and I was trying out and I was like, yeah, you know what? This might not be my thing for now at the moment, but we were doing some quads something and this girl falls, man. Her elbows are like, are like knives, you know, Ooh. they're like, like some, like, like, some, like, I don't know what it was. So basically she fell on my eye and my eye just was red. Like not like not the middle, just the side was all red, man. And I just dang, like, I think I'm okay. And they're like, "Oh my god, that looks terrible." You should go <laughs> yeah, to the eye is. doctor the next day. I'm like, uh, "Okay." Yeah, so I went to the eye doctor. They said that was pretty good. I was I was lucky that it didn't like really hit me and where it really mattered. Yeah, that could have knocked you out. But I mean, it, it's just a part of it. That's what you signed up for. You know that that's probably gonna happen. You know, yeah. Mainly, I've seen that happen in baskets basket i don't even like throwing baskets because of that but uh they're low-key scary yeah i'm, that's I'm one saying. of those guys that if i'm a back spot and they're doing like some type of backflip oh boy yeah. oh boy yeah that's the one like if they know what they're doing it's kind of cool but if you're teaching oh, a girl yeah. a skill if you're teaching a girl a double full basket that's when the elbows <laughs> about start coming elbows okay, feet, be ready. knees shoulders yeah <laughs> that's be ready to get it yeah I don't mind it though. Like, I, like that time when I got hit, I was like, "Oh, it hurt." Went to the bathroom, checked it out. All right, let's go run it back. You know, not a big deal. I can still see. Was it a big deal? But <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I think that's for me. Another thing is for people that are like, get hurt or in a way, like you said, you signed up for this. You know, yep. you signed up for it. There's a risk in anything you do, whether it's football, basketball, cheer. There's always going to be a risk. Yep. Uh, what you do, and you just have to know it and. Be aware, kind of like knowing like body awareness, knowing if she's going to fall this way in a basket, you got to move with her. You know, you got to move rather than standing in that one place. Yeah, you got to know how to uh, assess the fall. And that's one thing people don't understand that I do with my daughters. Like every time we don't hit a stunt, I assess the fall and then I go for the kill. Then I go for the grab. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I got to figure out where she's falling, how she's falling. She knows how to fall. So I position myself to catch her safely. And to this day, she still has not hit the ground. I don't anticipate it ever happening. But, you know, cheer is such an unpredictable sport. 
you always got to be ready to expect the unexpected. So every single stunt we throw, I go into it knowing that we can hit it. But at the same time, I'm going to be ready for that fall. It's like, that's why I always stunt with one arm. And people don't really know that. They're like, why do you only stunt with your one arm? Because I have my left arm to spot. So that's why we always do one-on-ones. Not because I'm trying to like show off, do a harder stunt. No, it's easier. It's safer because if we miss it, I have my left arm to spot. I do double up awesomes with her. I have my left arm. Yeah. makes a lot more sense. And people, yeah, stuff people don't even catch on to. Like all these safety measures I'm taking that, you know, I would have to really bring to your attention for you to really notice. But that's why we always go to one arm because I my left arm is my spotter. And I mean, there's just <laughs> there's just one video that you made that your brother. <laughs> how'd you do that? That's Adobe Premiere. Uh, my brother was in town for the weekend. And so I gave him some of my clothes and some of my shoes. And then I just oh, asked wait, him, this, is, this is actually. Yeah, I just asked him to spot the stunt oh. and then he spotted it. And yeah, my twin brother. Dude, twin brother. I didn't know you had a twin brother. Why did you mention this? <laughs> I thought you saw the video. I don't know. I'm dumb. I'm not. <laughs> wait, wait. What did you think it was? I thought you like adult, like you edited and like, like Photoshop, like Photoshop did. Like, you know, those like videos that people make and it's like a clone of them and they do some weird editing. Yeah, that's what I did yeah. in Premiere. Masking. Get out. <laughs> Are you yeah, kidding I don't, me? I don't, I don't have a brother. I don't oh have a brother. Oh, my God. <laughs> this guy. I don't have a brother. Uh, I have this an older guy. sister. Yeah, people were getting on my nerves. They're like, why don't you use a spotter? So I was like, look, here's my spotter. Now what? Now you can't say I don't have a spotter. And to this day, people are like, what's your brother's IG tag? Tell him I said what's up. I'm like, I got you. <laughs> Yeah, it's hilarious. I, I'm a very sarcastic. Like people you don't understand how sarcastic I am, uh, but it's fun. <laughs> you got me there. I, I was like, no way, dude. That's ex- he looks exactly like him, and and you can tell by the editing. Like there's there's a form. There's a it, just, it looks. You know, it just it kind of looks, and I can just tell uh, from the from the editing. But dude, that's awesome. But I mean, overall, <laughs> overall, safety is important, and you know. I mean, you can you only you know it because you're with her. Like people in the comments don't know because they're not there. They they won't know what they, it's like, and they probably don't even cheer. So, and cheer, and then for those who do cheer, obviously they know what it takes. They know, yeah, they, they know. I know you mentioned about college, right? Because yeah. for me, you know, I never finished college. Am I planning on going back to college? Yes. It could it possibly change my idea of it? Yes. I've had so many ways of thinking in life that. Is college necessary? Now, obviously, it's necessary if you want to become a doctor, if you want to become a yep. lawyer, if you want to become a teacher, right? Those are needs. I, I, I wouldn't want someone that's not educated to do a heart, you know, transplant or you know, surgery. I want someone to be, you know, educated in this, so I'm like safe. Yep. But from a business perspective and from uh from different areas, I want to get to know how, how were you able to build the success that you have now. So my biggest thing about college is people put a college degree on a pedestal, which I think we should because it's something that you have to work for. Nobody's just about to give you a degree, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, is it necessary for success? 
it depends on what you define as success and it depends on your career path it depends on your risk tolerance because by me not pursuing uh, a degree it it put me in a position to where i have to be okay with risk and i'm fully okay with risk because i can i can i i have a tendency to map out my future a year at a time so every single year i know how i'm going to pay my bills i know where my income is going to come from i know what i have to do i know how much attention i have to give to my business to make that happen um and so after we got done cheering my buddy he went off and got his degree um at uh Stephen F Austin and he actually led the cheer team to a title uh college oh. a collegiate yeah anyway you know yeah we got the ring <laughs> yeah it was cool like and we produced mention. the yeah we produced the mix that won nationals and like every single year we get to produce a mix like fast forward okay backtrack we started spirit vibe in 2015 we've been a company for what 5 years now um and it, it's just been great it's like we just started with a dream and an idea and then the thing is uh my business partner actually does have a business degree and i just thought about that right now but mm-hmm. what we did was just kind of scale our business it's like if you can scale it you're going to be successful it's like i don't care if i'm trying to do like pottery for like i don't know pottery for plants if i can scale it and if i can map out my clients before i start the business i'm going to be successful in that business you know what i mean mm-hmm. So with the college degree, it's like, okay, I could go back and get my college degree. Um, You know what? Let's pause this real quick. Here's where I, the day I realized I didn't want a degree is when school started getting in the way of my job because I would be in class and I was paying for my own college. And even though I wasn't pursuing a degree because I didn't want to take unnecessary courses that I was not interested in because I'm a person that really, you know, feeds off of passion. Um, I took all the classes that I wanted to take, like finance, uh, business, uh, public speaking, business speaking. Yeah. And I was in a class one day. I was in, I don't know what class it was, but my prof- or my professor was talking. And out of nowhere, I was getting emails like, hey, is my mix ready? I'm like, hey, I got to go outside and get this mix off. So I would, I had my laptop with me. I would go out in the hallway, print off mixes, boom. And then that just kept happening like week by week, like more and more clients need their mixes. And that was getting in the way of my, like school was getting in the way of my business. And it was like, okay, Mm -hmm. either you're going to choose school and have like that uncertainty, or you're going to choose the job that you've already built, the business you've already created. Are you going to feed that or feed uncertainty? And that's when I had to make a decision because I had a fiance at the time who is now my wife. We've been married for six years. Um, And, you know, one thing that happened a couple of years later after I decided to not pursue that degree, my wife lost her job. And like I said, she has two degrees. Like she was going to be a doctor. She was going to, she was about to enter med school. And then, but she was so stressful. I was like, Hey, do you really want to do that? She was like, well, like my mom kind of just pushing me to do that. That's kind of the path she has set. I'm like, well, what do you want to do? And so long story short, she owns her own business now because um, she figured out what she wanted to do, which is great. Um, But uh, there was a point where she lost her job and my business had to fund our family. Um, and then we had a baby who was Jaden. Y'all know her now. Um, <laughs> after I had the baby, that's when I was like, okay, I really got to lock it down. I don't have any option but to succeed. And it's just like, if I went back to school, it just would have impeded on my business. Not saying that you shouldn't continually learn, but in my certain situation, it wasn't the right thing for me to pursue mm-hmm. at that point in my life. You just... It just felt like the cheer, like the in the cheer music and the mixes was felt like 
it was kind of like the right time you know it, it, it just, was, yep exactly and you just knew you like you just knew you basically knew either this or that what it comes down to and obviously i mean you chose to write i mean yeah do you think like any path is right there's any you, path was like my mindset is one like reg- i don't regardless of what path i take mm-hmm. i feel that i'm going to be successful because i want to be successful yeah you know and like i the thing is you got to adapt just like when my yeah. wife lost her job we had to adapt i and i just bought like this clean car i just bought my dream car Tesla. We bought a house well no right. i had this audi like like a beast oh. little Audi, like that thing. I had it ultra charged, whatever. I was like living the dream. Next thing you know, my wife's like, "Hey, I lost my job, so you got to pay for all the bills." I'm like, "Hold up!" So it's like, "Dang, okay." So for me to take care of my family, I had to do what? Make better and better mixes. Uh, give better customer service. Like figure out a better business strategy Dang. for client retention. And then I figured out how to uh, nail the client retention. And now 80% of my business is client retention. Like it's just return clients from wow. the previous year. Um, so in my case, yeah, it's like if you want to pursue college, go pursue it. If you have a plan, go do that. Like that's something I, I every person who has a degree, I admire them for it because they did something yeah. that I didn't do. They pushed for it. It's just that in my case, that was not the most viable solution yeah. to my and- problems. And I think those who have the college degree, I mean, you, you work, I mean, you're still working your butt. You're still putting the hours. Yeah. You're getting yourself into debt if you are obviously taking out loans. And if you're not taking loans, then, yeah. you know, that's even better. But for those who are not, those who have to work extra hard to even probably work two jobs. I know a friend that's worked two jobs, has to go to college, you know, and get their stuff done. I mean, I respect, man, respect to those people. Um, and I think that's also another thing for me is I think there's no right or wrong because yeah. I was at Adrian, Michigan, my first school, private school, went freshman year. Fantastic. You know, 3.3 GPA. Friends were amazing. Cheer, not, not so much. I didn't like it there for cheer. Uh, I, I was set four years, so everything was going to get paid out. All set four years. So I was going to graduate. I knew I was going to graduate. Didn't have any worries with money. But for some reason you know i just didn't like it and and i said you know what let's transfer to michigan state let's take a chance is that go green go green go white baby that's what i'm talking about that's all the way and uh i i literally that one semester at michigan state was the best time so and me not finishing is okay i mean there there is i i think I'm, i'm a true believer i don't know if you are is everything happens for a reason and you can either, I mean, I don't know, you can either just make it work or you or or let it affect you in a way. I don't know if that makes sense. You know, one from- thing that I do believe in divine intervention, and I feel that right, whatever, if it's a high point in my life or a low point in my life, I think that's that is that is exactly where I'm supposed to be. And either I'm going to learn for, from it or I'm just going to let it beat me down mm-hmm. and inhibit me. And I'm not going to let anything inhibit me. Like you were saying, like no matter if it's good or bad is like it's 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 not your destiny like what's happening right now in your life isn't your destiny you know and i think that's a mindset thing some people don't think like that like you're saying and and now and now you know after i left college which was about almost gonna be two years i didn't have that mindset you know because everything was taken away and it just felt like and now again them not me not finishing school is no one's fault it is not my parents. It is not the school. It is my fault because I'm the. It is my responsibility, if that makes sense. I'm the one that took the chance. 
I'm the one that did it. And that is what happens. Mm, this podcast, if I don't get out, if I don't get an episode every Friday or Monday, guess whose fault is it? It's not my guess for rescheduling. It's not, it's not this person. Mm-hmm. It's my fault it's for not getting fault. 20 people ready lined up. Not just hoping for that one person that said yes to, yep. you know. Uh, but yeah, I just think everything happens for a reason. And with your whole, you know, career now, let me ask you this. When you started saying, hey, I know we can grow this business even more with your with your partner. Did you learn some of this stuff with him? Was it all through the internet? Was it just through the experience? Um, so our job is so complicated because there are so many moving parts. Like we literally make music from scratch, two minute and 30 second routines. And to do that, you need tools, you need knowledge, you need time, you need resources, you need people, you need vocalists. Mm -hmm. Um, and we're at the point where we need more producers. Um, even we have a guy who just lays down our sound effects and then we have associate producers. So we we started from not much like i started mixing music at my mom's house and it was right after college and i was in that transitional stage and i was like mama <laughs> i was in her kitchen i was like mama she was like what i was like i promise you one day somebody's going to pay me for cheer music and she was like okay she wasn't she didn't really kind of she didn't <laughs> see my vision but then about uh probably within the next month somebody paid me 50 dollars for a mix and I was so excited to show her. And then she was kind of like, oh, I'm proud of you. But like $50 isn't going to pay. It. Yeah, like, I thought I made it. I was like, I told you. Like right then I would reach my goal. <laughs> but then I realized that my goals were way too small. Um, mm-hmm. And that's where I was kind of messing up. Like I should have told my mama. I was like, hey, mama, I'm going to be one of the biggest cheer music producers out there. That's what I should have said. But I wasn't confident in that. But mm-hmm. now I'm seeing how I could conf- I can confidently say that right now. Um, and like I said, I'm never going to think that I'm the best cheer music producer out there. Like I was even talking to Patrick today, who I think is just the king of cheer music. He's a beast. He is just like, he is the voice of cheer music, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and you got to pay homage to the people who came before you and he's still killing the game. Um, but it's just nice to be in a position where I'm like in with people high up in the industry that I used to see as my idols. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Now I know them on a first name basis and that all started from doing mixes at my mom's house, doing vocals on a $50 mic in her closet wow. with a do-rag over the mic because I didn't have a pop filter. <laughs> and then to me, like building a house and like getting a, having a chance to build a studio exactly like I wanted and like having vocalists that I can work with now who are just like animals in the cheer game in the Dallas area, you know? Dang. Yeah, it's cool. Wow. I still That's... get goosebumps thinking about that. $50 mixes. Yeah. Now you're... And now you can confidently confidently say you're 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 at you're at a better stage in your life, and I mean it's only going to go up from here, right? You know what? We I don't know if I, you were talking about complacency earlier, but even if it didn't go up from here, I'm so grateful. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, like you're saying, I can it can only go up. It's not like I'm going to get worse at cheer music, you know? What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like what? Yeah. Like is is we have an opportunity. We're going to capitalize on that opportunity, mm-hmm. and we're going to keep climbing the ranks as much as we can and built this business to a point where uh, one thing that I learned from taking business classes is that uh, your business isn't a true business until it can run itself. And, you know, that's my benchmark. It's Mm -hmm. not everyone's benchmark, but I want to get to the point where like mixes are getting done, even though I'm not doing the mixes. 
I have like you're you're you're, for, yeah. you're foreseeing like you're just watching it, it happen. Yeah, like literally, that's all I'm doing. Like I'm just making sure that my associate producers are getting the job done. I just want to tweak the mixes and do the final touches. Mm -hmm. And we are at the point where we do that, not on a large scale, just because we have to worry about our own original mixes and those take so much time. But yeah. if our associate producer has a mix that he just wants me to double check, it's like, boom, I'll clean it up for him, send it off to the client. And that's, that's it, you know, we both get paid. Ching, ching. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, that's how it goes. Like, that's that's the dream, you know? I mean, you're, yeah. you're giving value. You're giving value to the people, exactly. right? And it's like it's it's a service. If this service is quality, if it's the quality is high and it just feels personal, uh -huh. and just you know, in a way where I'm gonna come back and work with you because you know the customer service is there, the quality of the music, the music, the two, you know, everything's there. So I mean, I, I I truly believe in that. I truly believe in if you have a good quality, so you bring service, uh, people are gonna come back. Ooh, you know what else makes people come back? something you don't hear much about but hitting them in a in a soft spot if you want to talk about something i did last year uh weber state university they had a guy who was alumni he passed away uh kenrod and i dedicated that mix to weber oh my gosh if you want to talk about the highlight of my career seeing weber state wildcats win daytona to that mix when dude i just got the chills from that like, what, almost started, <laughs> okay. i low-key almost started crying right there like oh seeing God. them like seeing the uh crowd like the crowd reaction and knowing how much i put into that mix knowing how much the team like had invested in that mix like wow. all they went through and they came back and won even though nobody thought they were going to win because they're the underdog and they won the year before so they didn't think they were going to go back to back they thought mm -hmm. sam houston was going to take it then weber came back and brought it home and that was, and then calling one partner stunts that year too. Like, listen, you could, you couldn't tell me a thing in Daytona last year. Like, we had so many teams. Like every year, we have some teams win Daytona, but that was like we had so many teams win. And like Weber State Wildcats was that was the most memorable. That was the highlight of my career, seeing them win in person. Because it's not all just about the customer service. It's not all about the quality mm -hmm. of the mix. It's about our what what are you as a cheer music producer? What are you doing to keep the athletes? pumped up for two minutes and 15 two minutes and 30 seconds how are you going to do that how are you going to hit them and make them get that charge of halfway when they're dead tired right before the pyramid but they got to keep pushing after running tumbling you know like yeah it is my job to like hit them in a soft spot be like hey and what i did there was like hey ken and weber's whole thing is about family lswt mm -hmm. they're a family and so once I tied that into the mix, like everybody, you could see them like doing their motions. Like it was just like the energy was crazy. And that's one thing that keeps them coming back. Like we, I know how to tap into it. We've built like this rapport. And whenever you have clients, you know how to tap into that emotional. Once you find out about their program and what they're really about, um, and you find a way to incorporate that into the mix. That's how you keep people coming back. So, you know, if you want to go back to just like business mindset and business strategy, mm -hmm. Uh, it all comes down to, yeah, it's just, it comes down to like, uh, it's supply and demand, but at the same time you can go past economics. You can go past, Hey, I need a mix. You can give me a mix. Like, can you give me a mix? That's going to make me perform better. Or can you give me a mix? That's going to hit me in a good spot. So it's like, like a personal touch, right? Exactly. Yeah. And that's the cool part about my job. That's amazing. I mean, I can't, I can't really relate, but when I make those videos, well, I don't know if I can, maybe I can relate. You know, those videos that I make on Instagram. Yep. I take there's times where I take hours and I'm thinking what's like the song that could make them feel wow this part of my life like yeah. I shared it in a way 
where I don't know if you've seen the uh, Anu Anu's uh, videos. I saw uh, one. Which one? The I, I saw the first one. Then a Kentucky few days one? later, uh, yeah, and then the a few days later, I saw she had two more. I haven't seen those yet. I got to check those out because you yeah. said it got deep, and I want to know her story. It was the Kentucky video. I knew that was the right one because I when I look at when I look back, obviously I want to find what's what are the parts that really highlights uh, like the main topics. The Kentucky one, I was like, new. Okay, what should I go? What kind of music should I go? Should I go with something happy or should I go with something like that's gonna make people feel like wow? Yeah, and music. I want to listen to that. Music strikes emotion, and mm-hmm. the main thing that does that is the chord progression. So you can have a major chord progression, which is real happy. Do, 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 do. Or you can have like a minor chord progression that like hits you in your soul. It's like these tense chords. Yeah. And that's how we kind of like structure our music. We try to take you through waves of emotion. And mm-hmm. the, we use like the minor chords in the pyramid to really strike the emotion um, and just give you that tension, give you like that, that aggression feel. Um, like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Like there's a, like you said, music, the right song can set the whole vibe. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And I've honestly, like with these videos that I made, and I put a lot of effort into them because if I make people want to say, wow, this was an okay video. And I'm not, the, I'm not the best at it. I literally, I'm just all from scratch. They, I honestly don't think they're like, I think they're the best when I'm making them. But when I look back, I'm like, wait, I can make it better. And that's, I can why, make you're it always better. Gonna, that's why you're always going to be good at this. And, uh, but I was like, if I can make this like promo videos lit, then they're going to come to the episode. And I've seen the engagement from that translate to the episode. So I'm like, wow. Because for me, now, lately, with the, the whole coronavirus, with the whole pandemic, people have been starting a lot of podcasts. Yep. A lot of them are starting. A lot of them do a lot of ads. They they show these pictures of, like, hey, check out my podcast, episode 21. Pictures and pictures. I don't mind pictures. I really don't. But for me personally, I don't I don't know if that's like the right way of promoting a podcast. I don't know. It really depends on the person, I think. But yeah. for me, I like videos because I don't know, like They're videos engaging. nowadays. Yeah, and videos nowadays is more engaging. It will take more time. Don't be wrong. But if you really want people to uh, capture the, the the momentum of that video or the what she's saying or he, yeah. you know, I think it goes a long way. So I, I like I said, I really like it. I like doing them. So honestly, I'm just going to learn from here. And you know what? It's only going to get better. It's like I was saying earlier. It's not like I'm I'm not going to get worse at cheer music. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> like, I'm at a point where I'm just continuously trying to uh, fine tune my product. And that's the exciting thing to hear you say. Like, I love people who think like that. Um, yeah. People who learn from that. Even if it's like, it's not, even if I look at some of my, my mixes last year, it's not like they were bad. But it's, it's like mm-hmm. they can always be better. Be better. Yeah. I, I was telling Colin, because if you go way back to my first post, it is just a picture of him and saying episode one. Oh, and from injury, it's just a picture. And I'm like, wow, I did calling so bad. Like, uh, it, I felt so bad to Emily Kane as well. I felt like I didn't do them like I didn't do them in video. I mean, back then, I didn't know what kind of what kind of uh, website I should use, what kind of editing software uh, but like I said, I'm just truly blessed. Like, like in the spot that you are is, you know, at some point, I don't know if I want to make a career out of something, you know, like I said, I'm still finding my purpose. I'm still finding what I want to do and what's going to make me happy. You know what? If, as long as you have a hobby in my biggest thing is that I tell people, if I'm like mentoring somebody or if someone just asks me something is like, here's my thing. 
find out what you're good at, find out what your favorite hobby is, and you can always turn that into income at the mm-hmm. end of the day. And because a lot of people aren't, you know, not everyone can start a business because sometimes you just can't risk it. Like, um, you know, if I was single and I had like a kid or something, just like, I, you know, sometimes you just can't start a business because you have a lot, you have things you have to take mm-hmm. care of. You know what I mean? Exactly. But it's like, if anyone's ever looking, even if you do have a full-time job and you're looking to start a business or a secondary source of income, so to speak, find something that you're really good at. Somebody will pay you for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think you don't, I don't think you, I'm like, I'm 21 years old, actually. What? I don't, I don't know. Like, I know a lot of people are going to be listening to this or it might be older people. I have so much to learn. I don't yeah. know anything. I'm going to make mistakes. But what I've learned so far is, wait, where was I going with this? Oh, yes. At the right timing, I think there's something I've learned is you have to be at the right, at the right place at the right time for stuff to work, you know, because yeah. maybe someone maybe has maybe someone has kids. You're working a nine to five job, you know, you're you're doing a lot, and people maybe you want to start that business. Like I said, I, I'm not like I said, I'm not I'm I'm not I'm not the guru of this, but I think like you said, maybe not start right away into something and put a lot of effort. Maybe start small, right? Exactly. You would start small, get you know, get get the hang of it. You no, know, you know, you know, maybe put like an hour, thirty minutes of your day, and then once you start seeing like you have some time. And, and 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 the cards are just on your side like everything like the stars are lining up i think that's where it really comes down to like the right time at the right moment you know what uh, uh to go off that just so you know a little bit about me i coached for i'm talking like i coached every day for like nine years pretty much and it got to the point where i was coaching and i was starting up spirit vibe with christoph and mm-hmm. i was at the gym making whatever like $13 an hour. And in return, I was making a team wait for their music who was paying more than $13 an hour. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it got to the point where the trade-off just didn't make sense. And I found myself like going to the gym when I really had music to do. So I, the scariest thing I've ever done was have had my wife become a stay at home mom to take care of the baby. And I quit coaching to focus on my business full time. But the cool thing about that was I went into it. I jumped into the deep end. It's like, look, I got to make this work. Uh, Drake has no a song. plan B. What, what is that song? He said, uh, I got to make it or I better. I got to make it. I promise if I'm not dead, then I'm dedicated. Like what? Like, that's the thing. Like I had to make it. I had a baby. I had a wife who's a stay at home mom. I had two people relying on me to make smart business decisions uh, because our would life. Would you say, was- sorry, would you say you burn the boats? Like, would you kind of say, well, like, like, would you say there's no going back? Like, this has to work. Like, I don't know if you see, I don't know if you heard of that, like, burn the boats, like the Spanish conquistadores and all that. They like kind of burn the boat. I understand it now that you put it that way. It's like, to me, of course, there's always a possibility of failing. Mm -hmm. So you have to assess that. Okay. If I were to fail, you got to assess what would cause me to fail. You know what I mean? And in my situation, putting out trash music. (laughs) Uh, charging too much, sending in mixes late, not giving the client what they wanted, um, not uh, focusing on customer service. And so I knew what was going to cause me to fail. So I made sure that I stayed as far away from that as possible. And, Mm -hmm. you know, success just came into my life. 
thankfully, and, you know, I'm grateful for it every single day. Although I did go off, I went out on a limb because if I didn't make it, I don't know what would have happened to my family because my family was depending on me to crush it and crush it. We did. And I'm just so hey, thankful man. for that. That's, that's why you're, that's why I'm excited. That's why I was excited to have you. Cause it's just something that I really want to talk about. Um, let me, let me ask you this kind of, kind of going back to, you know, starting up the business, what is some advice that you give to someone there in their twenties, maybe thirties, you know, you know, what, whatever age is, what is some advice you're given to start up a business? You know, I know you kind of mentioned it with like taking the risk and, you know, with the right time at the right place, but for someone that, you know, is maybe just starting selling $50, you know, mixes or, or their music or anything business, what is some advice? So my advice is reevaluate yourself and your expenses and your lifestyle, because that's going to make, that's a major factor in your business. Because let's say I'm over here driving a Lamborghini, you know what I mean? Living in like a million dollar mm-hmm. house. I probably got to charge a little bit more for mixes to maintain that lifestyle. But if I kind of tone it down a bit, I wouldn't have to charge that much. Therefore, people would be getting a better deal. Therefore, I would have more clients. So it all starts with how much money do you need to make in that particular business? How much money do you want to make? You know, And if you're living out of your means, if you're living your lifestyle to a point where you're out buying bottle service every night, kicking in with your friends, like flex and all that, you're probably going to need to take on more mixes and charge more. And at the end of the day, if you're charging more, you should be delivering a better product. But if you're out doing all that stuff, you don't have the attention on your company. So it's like first step, reevaluate yourself, your lifestyle. Um, Also, if you're going to start a business, ask someone who's been in a ask someone who's currently in or who has been in a position you want to be in in the future. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's why I my one of my favorite cheer music producers was Jr. back in the day. And at some point, I was just like, you know what? I'm about to just hit him up. I was like, Jr., I'm your competition. I want to be your biggest competition one day. Um, but I want to tell you, I respect you. I love everything you're doing. Do you have any tips for me? And you know, people, if you're insecure about you know, your craft, you're probably not going to give anyone tips, but he gave me tips. He was like, you should probably do this, do that. And then I did that. And, you know, even though that kind of like made us even more competitive with each other, uh, I appreciate that. Like he gave Mm -hmm. me the ropes. He like put me on game. He showed me um, uh, the way to success in the cheer music world. But at the same time, if I hadn't asked someone who's already been in that position that I want to be, that I wanted to be in, I never would have known that. I just would have been trying to figure out stuff for myself. You don't have to fit. It's 2020. You don't have to figure out stuff on your own. And I think a lot of people are just out here trying to do it on their own. Uh, There's a quote that I love. It says, if you want to go far or if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And and I love that because that's that speaks spirit vibe. That screams spirit vibes like Christoph and I have just been walking hand in hand throughout this whole business um, venture and we've had a lot of downfalls we've made terrible mistakes um but you got to learn from it but at the end of the day we're mm-hmm. always going to keep striving to be better than we were the year before like you said and we're not going to get worse at what we do it's just not gonna <laughs> yeah. happen we're not gonna allow it uh unless you get some terrible um technology like some technology that just won't really help you boost because i'm getting i mean that your equipment is 
million dollars or something <laughs> we have spent i will say this we have spent a ton of money oh and that's another thing if you're trying to one thing that didn't like we started making money out of nowhere right like people just came in money 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 <laughs> and i was like just flexing i was buying just like ignorant stuff like going out sushi every single day um i ended up but my thing is i bought all of my equipment cash just because i saw it as an investment like upgrades to my car stuff like that i'll put on a credit card whatever pay that off later but i see my equipment David as Ramsey. An investment. Yep, you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> but I see it as an investment. And like a lot of people don't understand that if you make a thousand dollars in your company, if you don't have this lifestyle that you have to maintain, you can just take 200 of that for your life and put the other 800 back into your company, reinvest the money. So mm -hmm. another tip, reinvest the money you make. Don't take all of it as a profit. Um, and that's one thing we did early on. I was like, well, why can I get that mic? Why can I get all this equipment? Uh, because I spent all my money. So years later, I was like, okay, let me just save for it. We got all of our equipment and that is a big part of our company. And we're all about quality, which was why I was so sad. I couldn't hook up my mic. Like this thing right here is my baby. Like Dude, this my, thing. Not going to lie to you. The headphones you have right now. I mean, the microphone, it sounds perfect. I was about to say, I'm glad you bad? said that. I'm not sure. Once you, you know go what? back and listen to this, guys, what do you guys think? Please. Actually, I don't hey. know how you let me know because you're probably well, not like. listening through, through Spotify. But, hey, shoot me a DM or something. Does or, it sound yeah. good? Whose mic sounds better? Whose who's mic sounds better right now? You know what I mean? I um, think. Okay, okay, okay. For, wait, for, whoa, 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 whoa there. Yeah, I'm about to say, you sounded crispy. I think mine. I mean, maybe the settings are not where they're supposed to be, but I, I'm pretty I mean, I don't know. But overall, your mic is, huh. and the mic next to you. That yeah. does not look that does not look cheap compared to the yeah. microphone you have right now. So this is the first pro mic that I bought. And I've I've built this mic. Like if I take it out, you can actually see like the can you mm. see it right now? Yeah. Let me show you something real quick. Just because people think it's a game, but we really have gear like that. So my microphone has a what tube the? in it. Yeah, I'm telling what you. What is like, that? It's like a it looks like a uh a, like a bomb. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ew. Um, but Did you just like, like took off the cover, like what? Oh, because that's a cover. Okay. I see. I see. I see. Yup. And I, I have a tube. I have a couple of tubes that I use. Mm -hmm. I'm just a nerd with gear just cause I love yeah. audio quality. Um, and so I'm going back to like reinvesting. I invest, like, obviously you've invested in a mic and it sounds great. You're sure my, like, you know what I mean? You've got to yeah. reinvest. Like some people just don't see that. And it's just going to make your product that much better. And then your product will end up selling itself to where you don't have to market it as much. Cause people look at you and just know that it's going to be quality. Yeah. I think, no, you're hundred percent right. Uh, going back to what you said with me investing, when I started this podcast, I knew, okay, either buy, I have, I have enough money. I know I can take a chance with it. And knowing the fact that it won't hurt me, in the long run, I can either buy a $30 mic or a $200 mic. Yep. What are gonna people are going to care? They're going to care about the audio quality or they won't. Well, it really depends, right? I think it depends on the person, right? It depends where you're talking. But for me, it's like I want to make sure they get some quality sound. Obviously, from the guests, hopefully they have some type of headphones or microphone that will make them sound better. But I also invested in a website where it allows me to make their sound even better. 
you know, a 10 times yeah. better. And that is 20 bucks a month. It's it's I'm willing to take that chance because I this podcast wasn't I didn't make it just be, because of pandemic. It wasn't no it was there was a reason behind it. And and I knew it was just like I said at the right time at the right place. Obviously yep. with whole coronavirus it's terrible and it's 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 just unfortunate. But like I said you have to you have to work with what you have. You know, you I think you have to exactly. work with the cards you have. And for me it's like okay, this is happening. I need to figure out what I'm going to do at home. Okay. Boom. Podcast. Uh, you know, invested in the mic website. Uh, the hosting is free, but my videos, my promos, I don't want to make some pictures. Don't get me wrong. Like people that make pictures, that's, that's you, man. That's, that's, that's yeah, where like, me, if that's your stuff, but for me, I want to make sure I give you the, the stuff. If it doesn't get that many views, I, you know, honestly, I don't really care about the views. Maybe a little bit, <laughs> but what I care is, did yeah. I do a good job? Did I did I make sure that this was a great video? And if I can say that, then then it's good. And then I'm gonna look back and I'm like, well, actually, it was not good enough. I know I can make it better, so That's I'm gonna go thing. back. I'm gonna find out what I can do better with sound effects. What kind of sound effects can I buy? Uh, what are the best out there? Uh, you know, what kind of music can can get people's attention? So yeah. you know, like I said, it's, I'm it's- young. You are really young. I did not know you were 21. I'm like, dang, yeah. when I was 21, I was out there. I would have been at the club right now. <laughs> I'm talking like, I'm telling you, when I was 21, I was I did not have that mindset. It wasn't until like 24. So it's good to hear that you're starting off young. And at the end of the day, every single podcast you put out, every single thing you put out for the world to view, that's your personal work. You got to ask yourself, am I proud of this work? Mm-hmm. Am I happy to share this with the world? And if you're not... um fix it next time you know what fix i mean it, it doesn't it mean better. that it's bad it like yeah. even though like i i hate some of the mixes i put out but the clients say that they love it so it's like okay mission <laughs> no, accomplished, exactly. but i can still do better you know what i mean yeah no i same no i totally relate because when i talk when i'm talking to the guests so i'm gonna do the same thing with you uh for all of you guys listening if you guys want to know how i do this with the videos is i actually you know once i make the videos once it's all the, the final product is is good it's done i send it over and i, I let them know hey what do you think about the video? Is it perfect? Does it need anything editing? Any mistakes? Some of them like amazing. Some of them like, can you go back and fix this? I'm like, yes. I go up and fix it. And there's just one that took me so much to fix because I made so many like small little changes. So that one little change, I have to change the whole thing. Yeah. And I'm like, no way, dude. There's no way I have it's to just, go back. It's just a part of it. Mm-hmm. And if you just, if you want to, give people quality and videos you're gonna make that change you're gonna make sure that happens you're gonna take extra hours you might go to sleep at 4 a.m to make it work but you know what at the end of the day it's worth it it's so, like this you see the videos that i shoot with my daughter on my camera i usually use quality my, by the way Those it's like really I, nice. I use my camera and like i've invested in these lenses and i just love quality and because it you can really see it in the videos and then oh the background and like the white the way it like it blows it, fades it out away. Um, and a lot of people don't understand that that's not the camera, it's the lens. I use a long telephoto lens, uh, 135 millimeter, whenever I shoot those videos. So mm-hmm. only a small bit of it is going to be in focus. The rest of it, it just, it just separates the foreground from the background. And I yeah. think that's cool. But at the end of the day, it just adds to the video, you know? Like I could shoot I think, it on my iPhone, but it just gives a different dynamic to it. You're kind of, you're kind of like, I would say, you want to go, you want to think outside the box, right? You want to show that video, for example, uh, you know, 
the one with the one in Dallas, actually the practice facility, right? For the Cowboys, I yep. believe. Yep. Like those those kind of videos, it's like, okay. You want to stand out and, and th- I think that's what really makes you stand out. I mean, I mean anyone can make a video. Well, I guess I mean then again, you're Jaden's four years old. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't want to watch who doesn't want to watch her do some six stunts? Yeah. But then again, I think quality really matters at the end of the day. It 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 separates the boys from the men. It's just more so not that like I'm better than you because I use my camera type thing. It's just like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm just gonna put that much more into it. Yeah. Um and that's at the end of the day, it does matter. Like whether people it, but you know, you gotta have good context as well. Like yeah. that one video that blew up that Will Smith posted, it wasn't just the fact that Sports I shot it on my yeah, <laughs> like that was wild. I'm telling you, like that is the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me. You but, get a lot of followers um, from that too. I got hundreds of thousands of followers. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, it's been crazy. Like right now, we can't even like walk out in public. We went to a, a steakhouse the other night. And whenever we got our car, we finished. The valet guy came up. He was like, hey. He was like, don't I know you? <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> he was like, don't you throw your daughter up? Like, cheerily. Oh. I was like, oh, yeah, that's me. That's me. Yeah, so that's it's, me. it's weird. Like, at this point, like, people are recognizing us. So it's cool that we have that reach. But now it makes me really cautious of what I because it's not like I just have like in February I had five thousand followers. Now I have like five hundred twenty five thousand followers. Five thousand? Yeah. Wow. In February, so I got five hundred twenty thousand followers since February, and it's just like okay, I can't really put the stuff. Like, you I, used I, to. You know, I got to be cautious because I have. Do you feel like? Watching. Do you feel like? Do you feel like it has changed you in a way where? Uh, you're not you're not the same person that you are or do you I, feel like it has made you better i'm the exact same person i was i just okay uh i i just kind of hold back i refrain from saying things because a lot uh, of things okay. that i say tend to be controversial um I've, uh, and i know yeah. that i have more people <laughs> watching someone's gonna get offended like i get hate mm-hmm. messages all the time like if i let my daughter ride my dog's back people are gonna be like screaming at me you should let her do that blah, blah. Yeah. Gonna, i mean that dog's gonna bite her then you're gonna be you're gonna you should be in prison for letting i'm like chill out with that <laughs> you know what i mean I, don't, I think those i mean i think anyone's gonna have haters anyone uh you know once you're big once you know once you have a good amount of followers and you know i mean the haters are just gonna keep on growing right i mean <laughs> who do i mean who doesn't but when you're small it's like who who really who kind of who cares right yeah so i think now that you have more of a platform where a lot of people are gonna see you but i mean like you said who haters bro honestly if you're a hater listening get out of my phone no, i'm kidding don't don't get out of the podcast subscribe to the number one chilling podcast in the world you but... know what haters will still subscribe like what? yeah i just hate because they want to listen I love you guys. And they want to hear something to hate on you know what i mean like no <laughs> i just effects. I think they're I think they're good people. I think in the good people in a way where they either will push you to be become better, but it really depends on the topic and and the area. But for them to say, "Oh, what you doing with your dog? We're stunting or the dog?" Like, dude, who are these people? Like, why? Why? Yeah. Just why? And at the end of the day, it doesn't like matter, but yeah. I don't even have a relationship with my friends on social media anymore because I'll get like hundreds of messages a day of just people most of them are just like saying, oh, we love seeing you and your daughter, blah, blah, blah. But then you have people just hating for no reason. Like, I hope your daughter falls and hits her face on the ground. I can't wait till you drop her what? so I can say, I told you so. You know, I'm not even people kidding. People said like, that? Yeah, and that's why I don't, that's why I don't really message why people, would people back. Even... 
it's just people wow. love to spread hate. They love to rain on a parade, and they don't want to see you succeed for whatever reason. I don't know, but I, stuff like that, I don't like seeing because it affects me. I don't know. I, I told you so. I hope she drops. That's for someone to say that. It's it's just someone I, who's sad in their life. I don't know if I'm. I'm kind of shocked. It's like, why would you want some something from that? Like to that person, you know? It's. I told you so. Like, no, 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 no. Like, you know, it's, yeah, it's it's wow. just a weird world. Then, like I said, now that I have like more people watching, I have more bad people watching as well. More yeah. people who don't want the best for me. And like, yeah. if you're watching, you don't need to want the best for me. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, but I don't think that you should ever just wish bad things on people. Yeah. And like, no. why? I don't see how anyone could ever be so discontent with themselves that they want to go spread that type of hate uh towards something or sorry someone they don't even know someone who's yeah. trying to do something right with their lives like it's it's just annoying so hey. yeah the followers are cool but yeah hey spill the cheer it's all about positive vibes all right yeah. out here you and i are rolling positive vibes you guys listening you better get that positive vibe whether it's the morning you're starting off and listening to this podcast or even at nighttime you know yeah it's contagious it's chilling something that is something that you guys have started to like think like in the future with like wait i don't know if that makes sense uh Let she's me... on an all-star team right now all-star okay so that's something that's something new that's happening right yep. now Yup. which she means is... no more which means it's really going to be focusing on that stuff right no, because she's four. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that is true. That you is know true. what I mean? It's like... She's not going to college, too. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, homegirl's not about to be doing two-a-days. You know what I mean? She has practice <laughs> once a week on two Thursdays for an hour. It's like the lowest level of cheer you could ever do. That's the team Jaden's on. It's very low-key. Just like, hey, just have fun with it. Here's where you learn how to do a toe touch. She already has, like, her back walkover and stuff. This is where we're just introducing her to cheer. And if she decides she wants to pursue it later on in life, she already knows she's going to be successful because she has the entire world backing her, basically. And we were, we're going to support her, you know, whatever endeavor she wants to partake in. If she wants to go play soccer, I'm going to I don't play soccer, but I'm going to go find her a good soccer coach. I'm going to go find her a private coach to work with, whatever. Like, we just yeah. want to set her up for success because she, at the end of the day, my daughter did not ask to be here on this earth. She was just born into all of this. She didn't ask mm-hmm. to be a cheerleader. Her parents just knew a lot about cheer. And, you know, so I'm not going to force it on her. But at the end of the day, I feel that since we brought her into this earth, we deserve um, to give her guidance, like to give her support with anything. If she wants to go pursue pursue orchestra, go for it. I don't play violin, but if that's what you want to do, let's figure out how we can help you out with it. You know what I mean? I don't know why. Okay. I mean, Jane's just four, dog. That's yeah. crazy. You know what? I don't. If you talk to her right now, she's like, wham, wham. Like she's a, she's literally she a little right baby. Uh, no, she's, she's somewhere in the house. She's. I told her to be quiet. <laughs> she's on her iPad, but she talks like a baby because she is a baby. Like homegirl has a double up, a full oh, twisting rewind. Like, but at the end of the day, she doesn't even know how to tie her shoes. She can't even like read. Dog, oh, that's like, crazy. That's. Tennises. Like, is it's just she, 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 I, I don't even know what to say. I don't have an explanation for it besides the fact that I've taught her over the night, like quarantine. That's what kind of hooked it up because it's like unlimited stunt time mm-hmm. and I'm not working or I wasn't at the time for most of quarantine. It's like a seasonal, right? 
Oh yeah, we just got back in a season full stream. I'm talking like mixes mm-hmm. on mixes, but um, from probably April through July, we were just in there stunning in the living room every single day, and then she loved it. And she's a little show off. Like she has an audience, or if there's someone, we'll stunt on Instagram Live or TikTok Live, and people will send her smiley faces. Then she'll be like, "Oh, dang, I just got some smileys. Let's do this triple up, daddy." Like she feeds off of praise. And so I figured out her learning style and, you know, now I can really teach her whatever, like mm-hmm. I can teach her whatever I want to teach her. Cause I know how she learns. And I also know the things that make her break down, which is why I made that video. Um, and I, I didn't want to leave that clip in there whenever she hurt herself. Cause I knew someone was going to put their two cents in about, Oh, I told you you're going to drop her, but I get that mess out of my, you know what I mean? Um, but I wanted mm-hmm. to show the real side of it. Like, Hey, this is what yeah. happens. And when this does happen, this is how I handle it. I'm not about to scream at a four year old. She's just going to break down and start crying even more. I'm going to tell her, <laughs> Hey, that happened because of this. So don't do this. And next time it's going to be all right. Don't be scared. Uh, just make sure you don't do that. And like, I'm going to take care of you. I got you. She trusts me. And like, you can see it in the video. Like she knows I love her. Uh, I know she trusts me. She knows that she's safe in my arms. We went mm-hmm. back, hit the stunt. And that's one thing I think parents need to, uh, I'm not a perfect parent by any means, mm-hmm. keep that in mind. But uh, on the lines of coaching your child, even just raising your child, figure out their learning style, but make sure to never get to the point, and you're going to at some point, but don't break them down. Don't don't break them down. If they break down too much, it may get to a point of no return. And I've seen that with Jaden um, to where I would yell at her, she would cry, and then she would just give up. Like we'd be doing, whenever I was teaching her a fool up, she would just give up, not even try. I'm like, Jaden, what are you doing? Like, why are you going to hurt? But then I told her like, the reason I'm so hard on you is because you could really get hurt doing this stuff. Like you're playing around in the air. You could just fall into your face. I'm like, do you want me to drop you on your face? She's like, no. I'm like, so keep your feet together. (laughs) And like, she knows. Yeah. So I don't even know. I have no explanation. I have, I don't know how. I taught her four years old. Yeah, I don't know how she learned that as yeah. a four-year-old, but it's just I found out her learning style. And Dude, understand, it's cool to I mean, share that with the world. I think her understanding when there's when something doesn't when doesn't something something doesn't go right, and you telling her why, and then she gets back of like that video, she gets back up and she says, "Let's try it again." That's I think that's more. Imp- I think for me that's like more impressive. And then obviously hitting the stun. The stun's pretty cool, but knowing the fact that she said, "Okay, my dad said this. Let's fix it. Let's 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 get up and let's do it again." And it's gonna that's, be all right. That's that for me is just this, and, that's and, gonna take you even further in life than than just like a cool stun. And that's what I do it for. Like people are like, "You're exploiting your daughter for likes." I'm like, first of all, likes don't pay my bills. Like. What what is the light gonna do for me? You know what I yeah. mean? Like people, you have a whole successful church yeah, business behind it's that. Like, it's like I don't care about likes. What you, you like it if you want. If I think it's cool, I'm gonna post it. If I think that it's gonna benefit someone, I'm gonna post it. But every mm-hmm. single day I wake up, I check my messages um, that I got just like overnight, and there's always some guys like, "Hey, uh, I started spending more time with my daughter. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, I've been showing my daughter some of your videos. It's really made me more, uh, you know, more of a." a star in her life, like more of like, she loves me, you know, and that's what I do it for. I do it because my dad wasn't in my life. You want to get like back to the, the origin of all this. My dad wasn't in my life. I didn't, I don't have a relationship with my dad. My sister didn't have a relationship with my dad either. And still to this day doesn't. And I saw how much we missed out and there was such a void and I didn't want to make that same mistake. That's why I'm so, uh, you know, present, present in my daughter's life because 
I know what it's like to go without. I know what it's like to not have that type of guidance. And I know that I have so much power to influence my daughter's life and show her the ropes, show her how to, I can navigate her through life. And I want her to be at a point where she's not afraid to tell me when she messes up, aside from cheer, like life mistakes. Like if she like, whatever, I don't know, does something wrong at school. I want her to be okay with telling me. I don't want her to be afraid. I want to show her that, hey, I'm your friend as well. And that's what I think my videos have been, what I've been trying to focus on lately, the relationship, like whatever, the stunts are cool and all, but there's more to it than that. Hey, we're going to be speaking about Jaden in 2034. Oh, yeah. I'm going to catch you in <laughs> 10 years when you turn 31. Oh, man. I'm going to hey, be my walker already. No way. <laughs> Do you're what, 29? I just turned 30 yesterday. 30? Yesterday? Sunday. Sunday. Dude, happy belated birthday, my, my dude. Yeah, I'm getting up there. God, it's 30 years old, bro. You're not even, you're not even like. Dude, you were 10 when I was, when I, no, you were nine when I was just like a little, like baby. Yep. No way, dude. Like we're. Yeah, we're not that, we're not too far away. Keep that in mind. You're young, man. You're young. And honestly, some of this stuff, you guys, if you guys are still listening, which I'm pretty sure you are, because this is the number one cheerleading podcast in the world. All right. Get that straight, guys. Come on. Come on. (laughs) This is episode 24. This is episode 24. You should know by now. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all know what's up. What we need to do right here, but dude, you have been an amazing person. You, uh, your, your cheerleading career, phenomenal, Phen- phenomenal the way you've done it, you know, the way you executed this, cause it's, it's, it, it's not easy, right? It's oh, not easy. No. You have to take a chance. You have to take the risk. Yep. Uh, so with that, and then with, with Jaden, I mean the future and, and, and the new, a newborn is coming, you know, three months you said, right? Three months from three months, man. Yeah, I'm so uh, happy for you. Day that my baby boy is gonna be here. Yep, I wanted another girl just because Jaden showed she has shown me love like I've never known before. Like the type of love Jaden has shown me is amazing. I, I can't even describe it. I wanted another girl, but at the same time, I wanted my boy, and then I ended up getting him. So I'm happy. I think that's a, a huge blessing to be able to have a boy and a girl. Hopefully, he's healthy. Um, yeah. and we're just gonna. I'm not gonna push him like i'm gonna still play soccer with them do basketball but um it's gonna be hard having Jaden as as his sister i will say that uh, <laughs> i don't want him to ever think that he is like lesser than her because he, yeah. if he just doesn't like blow up or go viral i don't really care about that Jaden's um, gonna be like all right at four you're gonna start doing toss t- <laughs> yeah yeah i don't i don't want to put all that pressure on him to be like his sister or anything like, um, I'm just excited. Hey, we Power Rangers. Exactly. I'm Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, I was over there playing. I was fishing for frogs in the creek. Uh, four years old. Like, I don't know what. Yeah, I was playing Power Rangers for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me ask you one more thing before we before we set this off. Let's hear it. What is one thing that you want people to know about about yourself? You know. Ah, <sighs> dang. What is something, one? Give me. Something, something deep, something that you just said. Hey, you want you're, you're gonna make people think about it. Dang, you know maybe what? Maybe not that, about yourself. Maybe not about yourself, but maybe like a lesson that you've learned, and then you can. Oh, you know, here. Let me tell y'all this, and this may not even answer your question, but <laughs> if you know who you truly are in the inside, don't be afraid to be yourself. Even because if you're, if you're not yourself, you know what I mean. And I, I can't really, we've all been in that spot before, but the sooner you get away from 
uh, the ideology that you have to fit a certain mold to be successful or to be anything in this life, uh, the sooner you realize that that's a facade, like that's completely fake. Like uh, you can be yourself and be successful. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I think the only times I've not the only, but the main, the the biggest times I've gone wrong in my life is when I was trying to be someone else. And whenever I was trying to be someone else, that wasn't me. Like that wasn't a true represent or a representation of who I really am. And once I just figured out, Hey, I'm this guy, this is what I love. Like, I'm an African-American guy who loves cheerleading. Like I, that's not like the normal mold mold of like an African-American guy, but uh, mm-hmm. that's who I am. And, you know, I have a community of people who accept me for who I, or for what I am and I'm able to be myself. And I think that's just the coolest part because there was a time in my life where I was just making bad decisions just to impress other people, to get other people to like me. And it mm-hmm. seems like more people like me now that I'm, being myself just like my genuine self and that's that's what i want to encourage everyone to to be like there's only one you in this world so be the best you there is you know what i mean i think what is the chances of being alive in the earth i think there's a like what is it like a point zero 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 one percent chance that you right i don't even know the but there's that's something wild I yeah like I I I should have checked this quick facts. Fuck. Oh my bad. But basically, basically, you have one life, and it just depends on who you, on how, how you want to live it. Yeah, and don't live it trying to be someone else. Don't live it trying to. Uh, don't try to live someone else's life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Oh, I have one you. last thing for people. Uh, biggest like because you were talking to me about business tips earlier. Was that was yeah, there any I'm, reason you you added that question? Uh. Mostly, I know. I mean, I'm into business. I want to. I want to keep learning about that, and I might ask you this after the podcast is over, because you know you have you have some stuff going. So I ask you that because it's just something that it's that has always captivated me, and I know if if it captivates me, hopefully people that are listening cap it captivates them. Yeah. And uh, and it's. I mean, we're talking about cheer here. Yeah. You know, this is a Chilean podcast, so you know. I didn't want to leave that out. You know, it's Jaden and yourself. That is something I've wanted to talk about as well as much too, but I also want to get into the mix of both, you know, have both sides at the, the same time dynamic and just really get to know as to why this has, this, this has all started, you know, obviously there's a lot more that we didn't cover, oh, uh, yeah. but I mean, that's, I mean, that's we only get to a certain amount, but I mean, it's, Hey, who it's knows? A lot of, have it's a- part two. I would love that. It's a lot of information to like tie into an hour, but I know the one thing that I said about uh what did I say about business? Um I don't even scaling. Remember. You said scaling, about scaling the business, scaling. uh having founder. Oh, like, what was I gonna say? What was I gonna say? You know what? We may have to save that for the next podcast we do. Oh guys. I'm excited for this part too. We might have to do it uh, some other time. Hey, let me know. Hey, guys, let me know if you guys want to see part two. Well, no. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, there's going to be part two. What am I going to ask? We'll make it happen at some point. I know you're busy, too. So we got to figure out a time. Uh, Well, think about it. I mean, I have have everything here in the pod, so I can always go back and check it out. But think about it. And I do want to talk about it. You talked about, uh, if you guys remember, you talked about being hand-in-hand with your partner, you know, in in building business. Oh, I figured out what it was. Find someone who you like. Find someone in the position you want to be in, and have them mentor you. I just wanted to stress that 
way more than I did earlier because that is so important in the business. Like the person that helped you and and what kind of like equipment, what should you use, right? You're talking about that Uh, one guy? Just their pathway to success. Pathway? Well, just like if there's someone, like if you want to be the number one podcast person in the world, try to get in touch with Joe Rogan somehow. You know what I mean? Like if you want to be the best player in the NBA, try to figure out a way to, you know, if LeBron James sells classes online, maybe invest in those. Learn for some. Learn from someone who's already done it, who has Dude. firsthand experience. People don't talk about that enough, and I just wanted to uh, shine part a light two. on that one more time before we – part two, we can talk about it. Boom, guys, hear that? All right, guys, if you're new to the podcast, make sure to subscribe for everybody listening, Apple, Spotify. Uh, check out the Instagram where I make some pretty cool videos too. So, yeah, I'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace.